When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. How's it going? I'm Jay Zawoski. With me is Greg Boyson, Mario Tirabasi, still on the injured list with upper respiratory injury. Uh, he'll be back with us, I think, Thursday is the plan for Mario. We're going to let him rest up and get ready for the extended postseason run, which we're going to have here. Uh, we got a long offseason on CHGO Blackhawks, and we want Mario to be part of it. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jay Zawoski. Greg is at Greg Boyson. Mario is at Mario underscore Tirabasi. And Greg and I just got back, literally, what, maybe 20 minutes ago, from Kyle Davidson's uh, off-season, season-ending press conference at the United Center. Uh, all the luminaries were there. There was a Mark Lazarus and a Ben Pope and John Dietz and, and all of our friends on the beat. And uh, it was a nice afternoon. We learned not too much new stuff about the off-season, but some reiterations from Kyle Davidson. So, Greg, where shall we begin with Kyle Davidson's uh, wonderful comments today? I don't know. Um, you know as you said, he, he said a lot. But not a lot of things that made you go, oh, that's new. Um, he kind of did that little media tour last week, and it was a lot of the same topics. But I, just overall, very impressive. Mm-hmm. He is a very impressive. I get to say this because I'm older, young man. Um, <laughs> I've gotten to the. I've, I've accepted to the fact that most of the coaches and, and front office people are now guys younger than me. Yes, uh, it took a while, but just very confident. Right. Very honest, but also humble. Yeah. There's some humility there. You can be confident and humble at the same time because he talked a little bit about the Stanley Cup playoffs going now and how he's watching it because he's got to learn things. Yeah. He does, he's not, you know, uh, he who shall not be named, the guy that was in the job before, never really had that, like, aura about him that, like, he's willing to, like, learn something or try new ideas. That Mm -hmm. was a big thing that he talked about a lot today. We'll get into, but this is Kyle Davidson, a first time at this job saying, this is my plan. This is my vision, but I also know that I need to learn things too. Right. And that's refreshing to hear. Whereas the last guy was kind of like, I got three cups. I know what I'm doing. Don't question me. Yeah. I think, I think the question was, Kyle, do you watch the playoffs as a fan or are you looking to find out systems you like, your players you like. And he's like, absolutely, it's a great time for me to evaluate a lot of stuff like that. And I think he was very frank in his discussion of the gap between the Blackhawks 
and contenders. Yeah, I think he used stark contrast. A stark contrast. Which is being nice. He is fully plugged into the reality of the Blackhawks situation. I think sometimes, you know, you wouldn't hear that honesty from Stan Bowman, probably because whatever failures the Blackhawks were experiencing could be directly pinned on him, the longtime GM. Right. Kyle Davidson is stepping in with a fresh slate. You know, he's probably batting a 1,000 in terms of his moves. I was thinking about that the other day. Maybe the one thing I would be critical about, okay, maybe two. I would have tried to get something for Calvin DeHaan. I probably would have accepted anything for Calvin DeHaan. Right, I agree. At the deadline, and I'm not sure. I know his reasoning with Lucas Reichel's contract, but I disagree. And I just would have three is more than two last time I checked. But aside from those little things, both of which he had reasons for, um, I think he's done a great job, and uh, he does not. He he can be honest about the state of the Blackhawks because, frankly, it's not his fault. Exactly. And now it's his job to clean up, and he knows he's got a long road ahead in building this team. Yeah, he does, and he's he's taking a kind of all hands on deck approach. Obviously, one of the first topics I want to talk about was the hiring of Jeff Greenberg and what he's going to bring to this team coming from the Cubs, coming from Major League Baseball. And he again, the honesty came out where he was like, listen, the Blackhawks don't have a lot of good systems in place to gather information and player evaluations and kind of quantify these things, these immeasurable things. And he's going to help us do that. He's going to help us give us things that this team doesn't have i mean he flat out said they're not set up they're not on pace with other teams in the league when it comes to these sort of things again he was pretty vague in like these things right they probably don't even know well, exactly yeah, what he's gonna systems do aren't made yet but they're just bringing in ideas on way to get data way to collect data on players way to kind of all put it into the same hodgepodge of whatever database they have to come up with a better way to identify the players they want, the qualities they want, the attributes they're looking for. And he talked a lot about that. He, he said he wants this team to be an up-tempo team, yep. which is what you have to be in today's NHL. We saw that in some of the guys that he went out and acquired. Uh, a Sam Lafferty, up-tempo type of player. Yep. A Taylor Radish, those guys, he likes size, he likes up-tempo. So he, you know, he's got the foundation of what he wants, and now he's got to try and find ways, smart ways, out-of-the-box ways. Listen, this is a team that hasn't been able to develop talent in a very long time. Correct. The, the guys that they've... they've the homegrown guys were like generational-type talents. You're not always going to get a Patrick Kane, a Jonathan Taves, a Duncan Keith, a Brent Siebert. The fact that you got those guys all at the same time, that's ne- super rare. It'll never happen again. Right. It's, the, 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 it's like you got to really appreciate the yeah. fact that you were able to even have that. So you got to you got to talk about development now, and he pretty much said this franchise was not set up to develop, and they're not. No. So he's got to change that. And something I loved to hear when talking about development today, it really stuck out to me. When he was talking about the guys in Rockford, how important Rockford's going to be the next couple of years or going forward, hopefully. He said that we have to, part of the communication you got to have with these young players in Rockford is you've got to tell these guys this is going to be your role if you want to make it to the NHL. Yes. 
clearly defined roles. You might have been your superstar on your OHL team or your college team, but if you want to play for the Blackhawks and you want to be successful, you're now a fourth-line center and you're going to be a defensive PK guy. I know it's not glamour, but this is your path. If you choose to take it, we'll get you there. If not, yes. you got to go. Everybody in the NHL was at some point the best player on their right. team, right? And it's the guys who learn, okay, this is not. I'm not going to be a hundred point guy here in the NHL. A great example of that is Dave Boland. Yeah, go look at Dave Boland's junior statistics, and it will blow your mind yeah. how many points he put up. But Dave Boland quickly realized, okay, I am not going to be. And look, if he was on another team, he could have been a number two, number one center, and and probably put up more points with more ice time. But he realized for him to make a name for himself and for him to have a role on this Stanley Cup champion uh, dynasty, he was going to have to be a third-line center. That was a pass that was a pain in the ass to play against. And no one embraced that role better than Dave Boland. I had a couple uh, bar events with John Scott back in the day, and he said the same thing. He's like, I was the best player on my team my whole life. And I realized if I'm going to stay in the NHL, I'm going to have to punch people. It is what it is. It's not something I really wanted to do before, but I realized that's what I had to do. I want to go back to one thing you said when you mentioned uh, Jeff Greenberg, and he's going to join the Hawks, uh, I think at some point next week is when he'll begin, and hopefully he'll be made available shortly after that. There was an acknowledgement by Kyle Davidson of baseball is a lot easier to analyze in terms of like player to player to player because really it's a series of one-on-one matchups and a series of isolated incidents, right? Like how does this shortstop, what is his range on a grounder? Hockey is so random and so different from baseball that it's going to take time for these systems that that Jeff Greenberg is going to be developing. It's going to take time for those things to grow. So it's not like he's going to start next week and then all of a sudden he's going to introduce, here's our new system of evaluation. It's going to take months. It could take years, and it's going to be sort of tweaked as it goes. So that's another sort of thing we kind of have to be patient on. I know patience is going to be kind of the message of the next few years here. Um, but I just like how everything he has said has been so um, long view and so, um, I don't know, he's not trying to blow smoke. He's not saying, like, when, when this is over, we're going to be the best team in hockey and give me three years and I'm going to make this the next dynasty. He's very realistic with his expectations. He knows how daunting of a project this is going to be, and there's just a ton of work to do. And he acknowledges much. He just talked about the offseason, like, We've got to evaluate our front office. Then we've got the draft. Then we've got free agency. We've got to figure out the contracts we have, what we're going to do with those players. It just, he has a ton of work, not just in the years ahead, but in the weeks ahead. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I also that jumped out at me was when he was talking about what he's trying to build here. And it, it was related to a question of some of the veterans recently saying, well, then maybe this will only take two years. And he said, yeah, it might. We may be able to, in two or three years, be able to make like a little bit of a, a push for one playoffs run and then be right back where we were. He wants sustained, sustained yep. success. He wants to get back to where they were in 2009, where they're going to be a contender for six, seven, eight years in a row. Six Sustained success. That talk reminded me a little bit of about of, of a younger executive uh that this town had some success with a guy like theo epstein mm. we're like hey he did okay yeah he, he he's <laughs> he made a name for himself uh in a couple of places and um so it was nice to hear like hey i'm not just trying to get this team back to the playoffs in two years to say hey 
we got to the playoffs. Yeah. He wants this team to be a contender for a long time, and he realizes that you know he's got a lot of work to do. Um, he realize he says that this, this the prospect system needs a lot more prospects, high quality <laughs> yeah. prospects. He didn't he didn't want to badmouth what's there. He says they have a lot of NHL potential there, but they don't have enough dynamic type prospects. So he's got to rebuild it. It's up to him. He's very mindful of the of the salary cap. He's not going to try like he's thinking three, four, five years ahead, and my mind is going who, what, what. Like we're not (laughs) used to this out of the guy sitting in a general manager chair to be like, well, I'd like to do this, but it may screw us in five years. So I may have to wait. It's so refreshing to just not have Stan Bowman. Got a comment in the chat from region Rev, and She says, guys, as I hope Davidson is seriously looking for a head coach with all the coaches available, you're going to have to wait until the Stanley cup is over. Uh, He said, loose deadline of he would like to have it all tied up by the first week of July. He's like, don't hold me to that date specifically. He very much just kind of shoots from the hip. And he, he's not like a um, like a John McDonough where every little line is rehearsed. He just talks to you like a human being. And he said, yeah, you know, I think ideally the first week of July would be when we would hope to have the head coaching uh, search done. You know, so that's sort of the target. So, yeah, he is going to take his time. Absolutely. Uh, and he should. Why not? I mean, just like the Hawks did with the GM search, pick brains, find out what people have to say, see what they think about the systems of hockey and what the future of hockey is going and, and where it's headed and things like that. It, 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 it makes sense for him to take his time. This is a major decision for this organization. But I will say he was, again, very insistent that, uh, that Derek King is still part of this search and will still be considered very seriously. Um, so... Maybe the answer is right here. I don't know. He, I don't know. He spoke highly of Derek King. Yeah. He said he's, he's the type of person you want in your organization. You want to have guys like Derek King in the organization. Um, but with that being said, the kind of the, the, the tone or the sense I was given off, uh, if I was pulling out my points bet app, I would, I would not, bet, not bet that on Derek King being the head coach next year. Will he still be part of the organization? He also addressed that and said that those – he says, first things first, we got we to gotta figure out if he's going to be the coach or not, and right. if he's not, then we'll have a discussion. But he's still part of the organization, um, and he spoke highly of him and Anders Sorison down in Rockford who took over for Derek King. So he spoke, he spoke really highly of him. Yeah. And that was a question I sort of wanted to ask. We sort of ran out of time. Is he a candidate? For the job, which would be really tough for Derek King, yeah, I yeah. would think if the the current Rockford coach got it. And I wonder, you remember when we talked to Derek King a few weeks ago? He mentioned how Joel Quinville and um, Al Arbor had a presence about him, about them. I wonder if he's trying to bring in someone who's going to command instant respect, or someone with a little less experience who kind of has to earn it. I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer. Um, I'm very open minded and just based on. What we've heard from him before, I know whatever decision Davidson makes, um, it's going to be well thought out. It's not going to be a willy-nilly sort of a half-hearted decision. Uh, I have full confidence, based on everything we've heard from him over the last week or two, that he's going to have all of his ducks in a row and do all the due diligence he needs to do to make a, a correct and informed hire at head coach. Yeah, I. this is... Uh... The one thing that I get the impression after today's presser is 
Kyle Davidson is not a guy that is ever really going to have a knee-jerk reaction to anything. Right. He's not going to talk to one guy and have the first candidate that walks in have a great interview and go, well, cancel the rest of the day. I've yeah, got right. my guy. <laughs> right. Uh, he's going to make a well-informed, educated decision every step of the way. Um, do Are all of them going to work out? Yeah, I wouldn't bet on that. No, but, of course. You know, just get his... You know, as long as he follows the same process and he and he listens to the team he's assembling, um, you know, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt until he doesn't deserve that anymore. And uh, I, I've got confidence that he's going to do a good job. Obviously, there's gonna be there's gonna be swings and misses. Right. Obviously, things don't work out. Obviously, coaching is that's one of the hardest things to do is to, is to get. You know, that guy, especially in this position. Uh, but I'm confident that he's going to to get this thing heading in the right direction. Do we get a f another Stanley Cup championship under him? I don't know. If I can predict these things, I wouldn't be sitting here. Right <laughs> that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yes, I would have my own executive office somewhere on the top of a Las Vegas casino somewhere. That would be nice. It's not constantly raining in Las Vegas. Exactly. There's, they have the sun out there, I'm hearing. But, um, God, I'm so tired of this. It's, I've Sorry. got confidence <laughs> in Davidson. And I haven't had confidence in a, an executive of the Chicago Blackhawks organization in a long, long time. Yeah, I agree. We got Hey, Mario has joined us in the comments. Hey, Mario, hope you're feeling better. He points out uh, uh, Jeff Greenberg's hockey background. Uh, he was a player for a long time. And I want to get to a comment from Ryan in the chat. He mentioned how uh, Scott Powers seemed to insinuate that the Hawks aren't going to qualify Stroman Kubelik. Could you l tell me how that makes any sense outside of speaking uh, of spending that money in free agency? Well, Kyle Davidson, uh, and I will say it does not feel like either of those guys will be back. Um, if you listen to the way Kyle Davidson describes what he wants in a player, as much as I love Dylan Strom, that is not what he's looking for in a player. He's looking for attacking north and south um, guys who play with an intensity, guys who play with a hustle, guys that don't have to constantly be remotivated and remotivated and remotivated as the season goes on. I don't mind bringing Dylan Strome back, but the salary cap being what it is, you've got to spend carefully. And both those guys are probably going to be due raises just because that is how it is. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see their rights traded at the draft, that's something that can happen. They could trade the negotiating rights of Strom. They could do a sign-in trade. Um, but it would surprise me if Strom and or Kubelik were back next year in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Just based on what he's saying. Yeah, and he was very – he addressed the salary cap. Yeah. And he said, you know, he wants salary cap flexibility because once you get rid of salary cap flexibility, it's so hard to get it back. Yeah, yep. And he doesn't want to bury himself now – and to where when you need that cap space when you're good he pretty much said just because you have cap space doesn't need you got to spend it right away right there's no rush to start sending so as far as free agencies going this summer he pretty much said it is unlikely we're going to make a major move he wouldn't rule it out completely but again expect like a veteran here a veteran there short-term deal a, a, yeah a one-year yeah. a matthias yanmark type guy that you can come in, hopefully get a really good production out of, and then flip for an asset at the deadline. He pretty much said, "I'm not going to be in the race for any of the top free agents because they're not in the position. It'd be no. a waste of it'd be a waste of time. It'd be a waste of money, and it's counterproductive at this point." 
Um, did, did you got to start building homegrown talent and then you use the free agency to plug in where you have holes needing to be filled. You don't build your roster via free agency. It doesn't work that way. Right. Hey, the best way to support CHGO is to download that PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership which unlocks all of our great web content, including our piece today, 22 Things We Learned About the Blackhawks in 2022. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit. And now, introducing PointsBet's new feature, Live NBA Same Game Parlay. For the first time ever, you can build that perfect live NBA same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, and if you want more, you can always boost your live same-game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And remember, online sign-up is available now in Illinois. Start to finish on your phone. You are in with PointsBet. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 4700 we got a little bit of clarity too on a question that had been sort of vexing us since the season ended uh, alex vlasic did not join uh, the rockford ice hawks for the playoffs i asked kyle davidson what happened why why yeah, why is he not like there that too. and he said well last offseason vlasic was not healthy um and he wanted to make sure that Vlasic did not go through two consecutive off-seasons of injury. They were playing it safe with him and him specifically. He went on to cite the importance of off-season training for young players because of the toll an NHL or AHL season takes in a guy coming from the lower levels with fewer games played and, and yada, yada, yada. So they're being extra careful with Alex Vlasic because of the fact that he was injured uh, last off-season. They want him to at least have a full healthy offseason, and Kyle Davidson and company to just not want to risk Vlasic getting hurt during the Rockford playoffs. So there's your answer. Uh, he Again, very open and honest about it. If I'd asked that to Stan Bowman, he's a organizational decision. You know, he would have <laughs> probably blown it off. For, yeah, would have blown it off a little bit, but there's nothing wrong with being honest when you got nothing to hide. And uh, that's a satisfactory answer. I understand that. And um, again, this again points to the big picture of Kyle Davidson looking at things beyond right in front of him. Yeah. Right? Of course it would be great for Alex Vlasic to get a Rockford playoff under his belt. However, Kyle thought about it for a second and said, yeah, but remember last offseason he wasn't healthy. We should probably give him a full offseason to really get in gear, really get in shape. He's going to get that. Great. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, he'll have time to play in the Calder Cup playoffs next season. Right. Sure. I yeah, it's kind of disappointing because I'd like to see more of Vlasic, but I completely understand the the reasoning, and that's fine if that's the, if that's the organization's decision. That's the organization we've been pre, we've been screaming at the top of our lungs for patience with prospects. So when they give us patience with prospects, we can't be like, whoa, no, 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 he should be playing. No, so it's 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 good. And he, yeah. it, it, and Derek King said a lot during the course of the year that he's gotta. He's got to get bigger. He's got to get stronger and start him off on an NHL 
off-season workout regimen is going to get him bigger and stronger and faster and all the things he needs to do. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, Rockford has a ton of very talented defensemen already. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they've got more than six that should be playing. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> so you send them down to get the time, and then you kind of – then you're also going to bench a guy that's been there and help them get to the playoffs all season, and that's right. not exactly great either. Right. You know, do you bench, you know, a Nicholas Bodine who's been there all season and productive? Do you bench, you know, a White Wyatt Kalnuck, you know, who's been one of their? So it it, it causes other problems. So I, yeah, I want to see him play. I want to see him get that ice time in meaningful games. He hadn't played a meaningful game in a long time, but I'm okay with that too couple other little news and notes from Kyle Davidson's uh, presser talked to Taves and Kane in their exit interviews. And while he said it's, you know, still sort of a fluid conversation laid out to them, hey, this is what your roles are going to be. We'd love to have you for here. He was flat out asked, I think it was Ben Pope, who said, do you want them here? And he said, kind of chuckled and said, there's always a place yeah. for Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. can find work Kane. for them. If they yes, there's always here. a spot on the team for them, but they need to understand that the roles, especially I think Taves, I don't think Kane's role is going to be reduced if he's here. Why would it? He's still the best player on the team. But Jonathan Taves is going to have to accept a lesser role. Um, he also mentioned to Seth Jones, and Seth Jones agreed that he needs to shoot more. That was a specific criticism that Kyle Davidson had to, not about, but to Seth Jones saying, hey, if you're going to be the uh, power play quarterback, we need you to put the puck on net and generate some more offense. And Seth Jones said, I agree with you. I will start doing more of that. So, oh, the other thing, too. At the very last minute, I remembered back from Hosa night when the Hawks said, um, you know, we're going to find some sort of role in the organization. I asked for an update on that, and it's still alive. They're just sort of trying to figure out in what particular way to use Marion Hosa in the organization. So that's still on the table. Um so there, I'm trying to think of anything else. Well, that, the like, other was, thing that, that kind of jumped out, speaking of former Stanley Cup winning Hawks, was Brian Campbell. Yes. Kyle Davidson's face lit up when he got to talk about Brian Campbell. Yeah. You noticed there was a change in his demeanor. Like, he was smiling. Like, you could tell that that's his guy. That's his buddy. He pretty much, he, he literally called him his right-hand man um, for the season. He said that, He's going to have a front office role. They haven't exactly given him a title or worked out what that's going to be. Um, but, you know, he said that he's a guy that's been wanting to learn and he's super excited about getting to work with Jeff Greenberg and kind of learning all that stuff, number stuff uh, that's coming. And, you know, he, he made a really good point. Uh, you know, he, Campbell was brought in as, as a player development coach he says, we also, not only do we have to develop players, but we have to develop management too. And that's kind of like, that's what he's looking at now. So Brian Campbell is very high on, or I should say Kyle Davidson is very high on Brian Campbell. And he's going to be, he said, you know, some sort of advisory role, but he is definitely being groomed for big things in that Blackhawks yeah. front office. And like, you know, Davidson was kind of had the same demeanor throughout, you know, a serious kind of look. But the second he started talking about Brian Campbell, he his face lit up. It's yeah, like he was definitely. talking about his his own like a, kid or like a best friend. Yeah, or he's talking about his dog. You yeah. know, like, he had the same look in his face that I do when I talk about my two dogs at home. So there's there's obviously a connection there, and and so Campbell is a guy that is going to be we're going to be hearing a lot 
about and we're going to see more of and he's going to take on an expanded role what that role is they haven't figured out just yet but you know he's got a few other things to take care of first well now you're talking about dogs and and natalie our producer got a new dog this week do you have graphics ready of the dog no, not ready to throw. All right, up on the next screen. show. Next I can, show. I next can time we produce throw something together, though. All right, it's a long off season. We, we, we should have back at the end. We should have one day a week <laughs> dedicated to pictures of dogs. Okay, that's it. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Here's my Just dog. Scroll through. There's a white dog. There's a brown dog. I that pe- dog's got spots. I pet this dog. I have yet to pet that. Yet. Highest rated shows of all time. I bet uh, you it would be. <laughs> comment in the chat from Ryan. He says Seth Jones has had a major bounce back year. Is it possible they move him before his no movement clause kicks in uh, this summer? So it does start. Um, it started already, actually. The modified no trade clause. Uh, Seth Jones has to submit a list of ten teams he cannot be traded to. We don't know that list. I think if Kyle Davidson thought he could move Seth Jones, he would. I just don't know what uh, no, team right now is sort of like. Oh, I'm going to take on eight more years. No, no nobody's knocking on the door to take that contract. I don't now. think so. So I don't think so. Wishful thinking. And listen, we've said it a lot. Yes, they overpaid for for. They gave up too much to get Seth Jones. Yes, yes, they gave him too big of a contract. Probably a million too much. But he's still a really good hockey player. And you could he, do a lot worse than not having Seth Jones on your well, team. Well, Davidson flat out said he is our number one defenseman going forward. He said that with authority. Yeah, you know, so. he is. and he also talked a lot about the defense. He was specifically asked about. Uh, I think it was Pat Boyle asked about the defensive coverage, and you know that's something they're talking about. And he even said, you know, uh, you got to simplify it. And he mm-hmm. said what we have talked about before. He said these guys are playing the greatest players in the world, and they have to make a split second decision. So the more they're thinking, the worse it's going to be. Yeah. So think yeah. less, react more. That's his philosophy for playing Keep defense. It simple, stupid. Right. And that's what we've been saying. Yep. So, you know, it, 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 he's, he's aware that, yeah, the defensive zone coverage has been piss poor for a long time. And he's aware that and his defensemen are aware. And he mentioned, hey, I've got Norm McIver and, and Brian Campbell, two former yes. NHL defensemen, very good NHL defensemen. We're aware of it. We're going to work on it. If I wish I had thought of this question with Derek King is why is it so difficult to implement a new system midstream? I guess I get it, but, like, can you just tell, like, go play a basic zone div- zone approach and yeah. handle it? I don't know. This I, is I guess your box. Yeah. When someone comes in your box, put a body on him. When he leaves your box, wait for the next guy. I'm sorry. I can't concentrate because Natalie is editing a picture of the dog. Oh is it ready my yet? God, that is adorable. Oh my God! Whoa! We'll pay. All right. First, right. we're going to tell everybody about athletic you can't greens. Can't put puppies on the then screen. Then you can that see the dog. See. Then you can see the dog. Sorry, right. that that was my initial <laughs> mistake. You're right. All right. Our next partner, Athletic Greens, is a product that is being used in my house every day. My wife Hope has a really, really tough gut issues. She started having them after her pregnancy, and they've only gotten worse. So she started taking Athletic Greens, and it has worked so well for her her gut health is improved tenfold those are my words not her but just being around her i can tell she just feels better so what is athletic greens with one delicious scoop of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right the special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system your immune system your energy recovery focus and aging all the things 
I can tell her energy's up. She's been working out more often. Just her skin looks better. Her overall disposition is better because she feels better. She says it tastes great. She has it every morning. We're running low. I'm going to have to place another order for Athletic Greens. And I tried it as well, and I noticed a difference pretty quickly. I need to get more on the on the regimen, but she needs it more than me, so I'm not really, like, dipping into her stash of Athletic Greens because she really has um, the issues. So it's just it's tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. It's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body actually absorbs. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in these winter months when we don't get as much sunlight. It's not winter in most of the country. It's winter here, damn it. Ugh. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to, to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit, visit athleticgreens.com slash C-H-G-O Blackhawks. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash C-H-G-O Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens has made a huge difference in our house, and uh, my wife will be a customer for life. So if you have any sort of those gut health issues or just want to be healthier in general, athleticgreens.com slash C-H-G-O Blackhawks. And if you're a big fan of what you've been listening to here at the Chicago CHGO Blackhawks podcast, we, we are putting the word out. Please, we're begging, become a member at allchgo.com if you haven't done so already. Not only do you get all of our great podcasts from all across the board, Blackhawks, Bulls, Bears, Cubs, Sox, Sky, we got the Red Stars and Fire coming aboard as well for all you footy fans. We got you covered too. <laughs> All great written content you'll get access to over there. It's been a busy week over for the Blackhawks crew. I put out an article about all 22 of the former Blackhawks that are playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're gonna, that's a nice little segue to what we're going to be talking about here in a few minutes. We, we gave our Stanley Cup predictions as well uh, for the first round. And yes. then uh, we also have uh, our 22 thoughts. What did I miss? No, I'm. it's... Um Natalie is signaling things to me Okay, that I, are being said in the chat by January. And no January, we're not going to talk about that right now. Oh, yeah, I know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's Friday nights only. Um, boy, that went yeah, off the Join allchgo.com. Yes. It's yes, awesome. You get a free T-shirt. You get a free shirt from the locker, the CHGO lockers. You get a shirt right from one of those. And uh, you get access to the Discord, the members-only Discord, and... Uh, yeah, let's get, let's move on. No, the thing we wrote today, <laughs> the three of us, uh, Greg, Mario, and I, uh, teamed up for 22 things we learned in 2022 about the Blackhawks. We each did seven, then we did a bonus one to make it 22, because seven times three, you can do it. You do the math. Um, but uh, people seem to really like that one. So check it out, allchgo.com. And remember, uh, if you do that $50 or more first-time deposit at points bet, you get a free membership. So that's killing two birds with one stone and double helping us. For sure. So we greatly appreciate Absolutely. that. Natalie, is the dog picture ready? Thank you. Yes. Let's do it. Change this. Oh, oh look my. at that. Oh, my goodness. What, what is her name? 
This is my princess Billy oh. with an IE. Oh, is that a la Eilish? That's what I was gonna ask. I, figured, <laughs> oh, I thought oh, it was Billy Holiday showing my age. <laughs> Gene King was another uh, inspo. Oh, there you go. Awesome. There's lots of good yeah. Billies out there. Yes, yeah. very yeah. cute, very, very adorable. Cute. She, she she owns the apartment now. She I, should. I can't, I can't she, do well, anything. That's about welcome it. to dog ownership. <laughs> you are no longer the boss of your own house. No. And we look forward to uh, the day she co-produces one of our shows. Oh, she can. We need she this can come dog in next time. here all the time. She's yeah. a mascot. She is adorable. Wow. Get a get a little Blackhawks jersey. I was wow. telling she, uh, Jake before the show that I'm we're ready for a new dog, and I keep going to the South Suburban Humane Society website. And pulling up a dog and then just shoving my phone in my wife's mm-hmm. face. Like, look at this one. It's it's a good strategy. That's what I did to my boyfriend. Oh, it's going to work. <laughs> We're close. It, the problem is that my backyard right now is underwater. So I just don't want to be dealing with a muddy puppy. Yeah. At some point, allegedly, the sun will come out. And uh, then we will get a dog. I call BS. I'm not. I, I've, I've given up hope on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Brutal. Well. We've got a little bit of everything today. Now, I, yeah. I don't even know what to talk about <laughs> no, now. After well, cute pup- I'm on cute puppy overload right now. Well, you know what, Greg? The real hockey season has begun. Yes. Uh, and for the second day in a row, I forgot the Minnesota Wild hat in my car because I'm an ass. Well, that's why um, they lost last night. But it will be here. I'm not worried about them. A lot of people have jumping, are jumping ship on the Wild because they lost to the Blues last it's night. typical but, yeah. overreaction when your team wins game one and when your team loses game one. I would always laugh that people that, you know, back in the heyday with the Hawks, they would pick the Hawks to win a series in six, and then they lose game one, and they lose their minds. Like, you predicted them to lose two games this series. Right, there's got to be you two You can't in win in six without losing a couple of games, so it's okay. Teams are going to make adjustments. Wasn't the best night for the Wild last night. Uh, our guy, Marc-Andre Fleury, he's had better nights, yeah. but uh, it's one game. It's yeah, one it's, game. it's one game, and uh, they. I think, you know, when you look at the – Overall performance in the game, they're they're right there. They're they're okay. The Wild are okay. I'm not too worried. I was laughing um, a lot about the amount of St. Louis Blues fans I saw on Twitter complaining about how dirty the Wild are. Like pot, meat, kettle. Like seriously. I mean, yeah, the Jarrett Spurgeon play was not great, but come on. I have seen guys in St. Louis blue sweaters do far worse for the, time and time again. The blues to call people dirty. Exactly. I, I, got, I, I got a kick out of that. Oh, my God, they're trying to hurt our players, says Get the team that here. employed Tony Twist and right. Chris Pronger. And Get out of here with that nonsense. David Backus. Like, right. give me a break. Good Lord. If you right, don't so, like to taste your own cooking, stay out of the kitchen. So we're going to recap the games last night. Greg, uh, because he is the MVP of this show, is tracking how the former Blackhawks are performing in the playoffs. Again, 22, 22. is the theme of this season. Uh, Carolina wins 5-1 over the Bruins, and we had several Blackhawks with impacts in that game. Yeah, uh, um, our guy, our special finish boy, Tavo Teravainen, had a goal, big goal in that game. Uh, and Antti Ranta, remember him? First ever career playoff start and makes 35 saves to get the win. He had a couple of relief appearances with the Rangers and the Coyotes, but never started a playoff game until last night. Came up in a high-pressure situation and shut the door. It was a close game until they got a couple goals in the third period, but, man, Ranta was great. Good for him. Couldn't be happier. One of my favorite ex-Blackhawk in the playoffs. Just such a goofy, quirky guy. Love that guy. Great quote. 
Yes. Uh, Tavo is another great quote. He had a really good quote last night. Typical Tavo fashion was that said something along the lines of, well, yeah, we won the game, but we still got to work on some things. And there was a follow-up question, what things? He just said, some things. Some things. So, you know, yeah. Tavo being Tavo. Uh, you know, I've got to share. I've, I've not talked about this on this show. When Tavo was a hawk, his first prospects camp at Notre Dame, remember when they were doing mm-hmm. him at Notre Dame, we met Tavo in Chipotle. And I wanted Addie, my daughter, to take a picture with Tavo. You would have thought that Tavo was the devil incarnate. <laughs> she was so scared. No, my dad made me used to do the same thing when he saw players. He was, and I was painfully shy. Okay. I feel her. All right. Well, maybe she just knew that, <laughs> like, don't it. get close to this kid. He's going to break your heart, Dad. Yeah, well, it wasn't her. It wasn't it was, him that broke her heart. He who shall not be named. He shall not be yeah. named, exactly. So, yeah, Carolina, 5-1 win over the Bruins. Impressive. Uh, big start to them. Uh, speaking of impressive wins, those Maple Leafs uh, trying to exercise the demons of centuries past. 5 nothing spanking oh, man. of the two-time defending cup champs. Lightning, I wonder if they've scheduled the parade in Toronto. I'm sure nobody overreacted to that at all <laughs> in that city. Uh, but a big win. David Kampf, he had a goal. Man, if you're giving up playoff game goals to David Kampf, it might be might be a time to hit the old panic button a little bit. But uh, good for him. He's embraced a nice role there. It's amazing how more productive players like him can be when on super talented teams. Uh, but a huge game for, for Toronto um, Brendan Hagel didn't obviously didn't have any points. Uh, Jan Ruta picked up 17 penalty minutes and a thousand stitches. Yeah, he was a little, uh, <laughs> a little got a little feisty there. Kyle, Kyle Clifford uh, is going to be suspended for game two, as he should be. Uh, he's lucky it's not more. That was about as scumbag of a hit as you'll see. Yeah. Uh, so good riddance to him. So Maple Leafs draw first blood, 5 nothing. I expect a very pissed-off Tampa Bay team tomorrow night looking <sighs> to even that up. I'm going to say something controversial. Give me all the Leafs you can. They're entertaining as hell. They've got one of the best players in the league, maybe the best Maple Leaf of all time in Austin Matthews. I don't hate Toronto. A lot of people I don't hate Toronto because of hate the, the attention team. they get. I have no problem with the team. If you can make sure that no Toronto Maple Leaf fan can ever be on social media, I'd be a huge fan of that team. <laughs> can we, can, is, that a, is that a guarantee we can make? Now, if no Maple Leaf fan could ever say something on social media, I would love that team, but the fan base just ruins it for me. All right, that's fair. That's I, fair. I, I like the team. I just don't want that fan base to ever have anything good. Sorry. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm uh, sure people think about the Blackhawk fans that way. I'm sure people think about Cub oh, fans that absolutely. way. Absolutely. And absolutely. Every fan base sucks. Yes. Except ours. Yes. We got the best. Yeah, we're our the best. Fan base Everybody is great. else stinks. But Everybody every every fan base has their loudmouth punchable faces. I I sent Natalie the picture of Addie and Tavo. There it oh, is. There we go. <laughs> Look at the terror on her face. That guy puts <laughs> that guy gets brown rice. Get him away from me. How <laughs> how unscary is Tavo Teravinen? And look at, she is hor- She is clinging to hope for dear life in that photo. That's great. For dear life. That Ta- is, I love that photo. Best part is, Addie doesn't look anything like that anymore. She is definitely a lot older. And Tavo yes. hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> Tavo, exactly. Tavo's the same age. If you're listening on the podcast, I will be sure to attach this photo and a follow-up tweet from the show tweet on CHGO yes. underscore Blackhawks on Twitter so you can see the photo we're talking about. Natalie, you should do the same with your dog. And the dog, too. we got to have um, the dog That's for there. sure. Dogs right. equal ratings. Next up, we yeah. have the uh, hated blues. 
Blues and Wild. We talked a little bit about that game. Blues four nothing victory in Minnesota. Disappointment there in Minnesota. That game was a lot closer than the score will say. Yes. Uh, the Wild, you may want to score on a power play. Just that would saying, be yeah. they got three first period power plays. Obviously, didn't score on any. You're not going to get three power plays in a period in a playoff game often, right. even against the saintly St. Louis Blues, apparently, who never do anything dirty. Um, oh, what? So, uh, former Blackhawks there. Brendan Saad had an assist, and we mentioned Mark Allenry Fleur. He gave up uh, four goals on 31 shots. One, um, you know, nothing egregious. There's one he gave up a pretty Kevin Lincoln-esque rebound that got quickly put right back behind him. Um, but they'll, they'll rebound. My fear is I hope there's not a knee-jerk reaction, and they like, well, time to put Cam Talbot in there. I and, don't think so. And then all of a sudden he goes on a run, and the Wild get to the conference final with Mark Andre Fleury watching on the bench. That would be the worst. Don't even speak it. Don't even speak that into existence. And then we ended up with the only like really close game, at least yeah. to score that Blues. The, the Carolina-Boston game was close for two periods. The Blues game was close for most of the time until they – but uh, Kings and Oilers, the Earlers, Earlers, they lose game one on home ice, four to three, a game that they fell behind, two nothing, took a 3-2 lead and then gave it right back. And then Mike Smith, Mike Smith – he sure did. And uh, <laughs> Philip Deneau, former Blackhawk, was the benefit of that play. Scored the game-winning goal, had an assist. Uh, yeah, if you didn't see it, Mike tie game five minutes ago. Mike Smith goes behind the net, blind behind his back pass, right up the middle of the ice to a Kings player. Philip Deneau puts it in behind. You know, dives, makes a first save, but nobody there to help with the rebound. I feel so bad for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Two of the best players in the league. Connor McDavid, yes, I wish he had a personality. He's got the personality of a pair of dirty socks. It's just not it's never gonna happen, but he is the most exciting player I have ever seen. Yeah. That goal he scored last night where he just was like, Oh, you got four guys around me. I don't care. My hands are so fast, you have no idea where the puck is. And Jonathan Quick was like, How the hell did he get that shot off? It was amazing. But he does that every game. He is so fast. So deceptive. It's, and he is like zero to 60 in a blink. Yeah. The fact on that rush that he, because as a hockey fan, you've seen end to end rushes before, right? And they almost always end up in the middle. He'll weave his way through the middle. He went along the right wing boards, past two defenders, back to the middle to score. And they're just, you can't even see him in the screen. No, it was. The dude ridiculous. is insane. And do you want to feel bad about Philip Deneau again? Yeah, all right. This is from uh, Harmon Dial from uh, The Athletic. Philip Deneau played a combined 826 at 5-on-5 five five, head-to-head against the Drysaddle or McDavid line. Edmonton managed just one shot on goal in that sample. Yeah, he's good. And now he's scoring goals, too. I mean, hey, but, you know, Thomas Fleischman had that one goal. So painful. And if it wasn't for if it wasn't it's, for Joe Quinville, Dale Weiss would have been a superstar here. Oh my God! I mean, Dale Weiss was an okay player. No, he wasn't. He sucked. He had one good year. Yeah, and then the Q needed his veterans, and he got Thomas Fleischman and Dale Weiss for Philip Deneau and a second round pick. <sighs> yeah, like when we seriously when we look back on all the trades made. And everyone wants to focus on Panarin, and everybody wants to focus on Tavo. That's the worst one. 
that is probably when you think about what you got back, literally nothing. Yep. Nothing. You got two guys that were healthy scratches in that playoff series. You got them for. Oh my God. Got, yeah, it was the, the worst. Um, another note from that game. Well, and then of course, that's what I'm saying. I feel bad for McDavid and Drysaddle because they got these all-world talents, and yet your GM, supposed genius GM Ken Holland. Still thinks that you're gonna go somewhere with Mike Effin Smith as your goalie. That guy is a clown. He's terrible. How is he? To me, he's like the uh, the the like forty year old left handed reliever in baseball. Just because uh, why why? Yeah, but those forty year old left handed hit, uh, pitchers can still get a guy out. I guess Mike Smith is is a is he's 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 so unreliable. He can't stay healthy because he's three hundred years old. And then when he's healthy, he literally gifts playoff games to your opponent with five minutes to go. Yeah. How do you not go get a goalie when you've got Connor McDavid and Leandro? It's, 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 I'm not even an Oilers fan, and I'm getting heated. Uh, Mark, One more note from that Oilers game. Yes. Uh, Duncan Keith had an assist. Good for Dunks. The slap pass worked. It did. Who knew? Broken clocks and squirrels or something. Popes in the woods or I don't know. Oh, he's doing it again. Oh, it worked. Yeah. Hey. Broken that was the bane of my existence. Something. That was the only thing about him. Shoot it on that dunk. The Just funny, the that. funny thing though, it's so weird. Duncan Keith only had 18 minutes of ice time in a playoff game last night, which is blows my mind. Like, how did he not play 34 <laughs> minutes? I thought that was what he does. <laughs> is that what you're supposed to do? He had 18 minutes of ice time, four fewer minutes than Nick Letty had for the Blues. What bizarre world is this that Nick Letty is playing more in a playoff game than Duncan Keith? And remember... I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's yeah. just... It's bizarre. Well, where was he in terms of... Uh, I could look it up quickly. Um, but if he... If the Oilers get to the conference... No, to the cup final. Yeah, I get to the cup final. And for he's that to- top four in ice time for the Oilers... The third round pick becomes a second for the Hawks. Right. Well, Mike Smith's in goal. Don't even bother to look it up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Right. But I wonder where he ranks. I have no internet right now, so I can't look it up. But just, you know, something to keep an eye on as the season goes on or as the playoffs go on. Duncan Keys ice time. But hey, who knows how long the Oilers are going to be there? The Kings, by the way, they looked really damn good, man. They looked solid. They looked like they belonged. Yeah. I was, re- it's one game. Like we've said about every series so far, but I really think that L.A. was really impressive. And I think you're starting to see Edmonton is starting to feel the pressure of the expectations of like, look, uh, if something doesn't happen this year, then major evaluations yeah, need to happen. And it's hard to root for Edmonton because, you know, you get, you get infuriated with the Mike Smith stuff. Blackhawk fans should hate Mike Smith because of that 2012 series when he was yeah. with the Coyotes. And then you get they sign a guy like Evander Kane, and like it's hard to root for a guy like Evander Kane. Yeah, he's been very productive for them, but I mean, we don't need to go through all that stuff. You can believe whatever you want, but everywhere he's gone, he's burnt his bridge. Yep, he's been ran out of town. Uh, you whatever allegations you want to believe or don't believe, bottom line is he's 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 a bad teammate. That's yeah. been proven, and there's so much smoke there that that whole building is on fire. So it's hard to be like, well, we're just gonna look past all this stuff because it's got. So it's like, eh, I kind of want you guys to fail. But, I, but as much as I want to see, you want to see more Austin Matthews. I want to see more Connor McDavid. I want to see him. I would love to see an Austin Matthews Connor McDavid Stanley Cup final. Give me 82 games of that. How fun would that be? Uh, but you know. It, 
yes, the Kings looked impressive in the in the one game. They were a team that I've said all along. The few times I've seen them, I haven't watched a lot of Kings hockey this year, but I've always been kind of like, how is this a playoff team? But they certainly looked like it. They looked confident. You know, they were a young team that blew a 2 nothing lead on the road. They could have very easily packed it in, but they immediately responded. They hung around. They waited for an opportunity. Mike Smith said, here it is, yeah. and they took it. There you go. So uh, good for them. Um, but boy, oh, boy, man, if they lose that first round, Edmonton, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a nuclear fallout there. Ken huh. Holland is going to get – He's going to need private security. Yeah. Uh, Mario helping us out from the uh, CHGO quarantine chambers, saying Duncan Keith was fourth in ice time last there you night go. for Edmonton. Right at, right at the cutoff. So here we go. That's a good thing. Hey, it's if too, you enjoy... It's too late for them to trade for Marc-Andre Fleury. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. We got a full slate of action again uh, tonight, and I'm very much looking forward to going home and watching some damn playoff hockey. It's the best time of year, January. We're with you. Your Rangers are playing tonight just for you. We are rooting for the Rangers for no other reason. Just because you're such a good fan of CHGO Blackhawks, we are going to root for your Rangers one night only. Go Rangers. Okay. <laughs> Greg does not see is on board. Hey, sure. I, I'm tired of the Penguins. I'm, I'm hosting trivia during that game, so sure. Go All for right, it. Cool. Go Rangers. There you go. There All you right. go. How can you not root for the bread man? Yeah, no, and he's, somehow he's fifty level. goal scoring. I just, Chris I just have a lifelong hatred of everything New York. Hmm. I can't I, I just can't I can't, I have a hard time rooting for New York teams, and I already gave the Rangers their one time pass in nineteen ninety four because they had Steve Armour. Let's see. Things from New York I like. Uh, Broad City. You ever watch Broad City? Nope. Love Broad yes. City. Absolutely. One of my favorite TV shows ever. Uh, I do kind of like the Rangers. The uniforms look great. When I was in my formative hockey years, they had Gretzky and Messier and Leach and Richter and Jeff Bukaboom, Adam Graves. Yeah. A lot of good players as but I was these, formulating but, my hockey fandom. But they're fandom. being cheered on by New Yorkers. There again. There's my problem. That's tough but fair. There's my problem. <laughs> it's tough but it's fair. nothing against the team. It's just the city they dwell in. Fair enough. They're uh, all fine, upstanding citizens. I'm sure they all use their left and right turn indicators. I'm sure they're yeah. all great guys. But yeah. they're being cheered by on by New Yorkers. And sorry, I'm, uh, I, I can't do it. Seinfeld. Shh, yeah. Okay. DC boys. All right. What else? What else is good about New York? Um, Paying $17 for a turkey sandwich? Yeah. Sonic Youth is from New York? All right. Simon and Garfunkel? Eh. Yeah, keep it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm still not rooting for the Penguins, though. Speaking of the playoffs <laughs> uh, and the Blackhawks and development, 
full circle, uh, Rockford Ice Hogs, they start tomorrow, and we are going to have the voice yes. of the Rockford Ice Hogs, Joey Z. I'm just going to call him Joey Z because I'm not going to butcher his last name. We're going to have to Is research it. it. Zarchevsky? Uh, something like that. As a Polish person, it's I all, believe that's all we, what it we is. got. We got a. He says it on YouTube all the time, so we'll we'll, we'll get it done. But he's my guy, Joey Z, uh, friend of the program, as we like to say. Great dude. He, he's going to join us, and he's going to give us a full Rockford Ice Hogs Texas Stars series preview tomorrow as they begin that playing series. Two out of three. Wednesday's game one. Game two is Friday night. I will be there for sure, covering that game, giving you live updates. If there's a game three on Saturday. Uh, I plan on being out there. Jay might be out there. We'll see Maybe. if I can convince my wife to spend Mother's Day weekend in Rockford. Get her, get her a beef a and flowers. She'll be in like Flynn. She does not eat beef. Mm, more for you. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> so Joey Z tomorrow. That's a one thirty live yes. show. Back to one thirty tomorrow. We we bumped we moved the show back today so we could be at the Kyle Davidson thing. Otherwise, we would have had zero content today. So um, <laughs> good stuff. But we'll be back at it tomorrow. So Joey Z, Rockford Ice Hog, playoff preview coming your way. That's right. And remember, before we wrap up, you want to become a member at allchgo.com. Access to all of our great written content, the CHGO Locker, access to our Discord, which is a lot of fun. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff in the Discord this offseason. That's for sure. You get uh, dope merch for all of our teams. You free shirt when you become a member. It's just it's a perfect thing to join. It helps us out hugely. It supports the company. It's all ad-free. You're not going to have the million pop-up ads showing up and a bunch of things you don't want and audio playing from places you don't know where they're coming from. Become a member. Support CHGO and all the great shows we do here. Remember, five days a week, Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears, Cubs, Sox, Fire, Red Stars, Sky. That's it. That's only, that's all. That's all. I'm sorry. That's all we offer. Seriously, jump on, become a member at allchgo.com. We'd greatly appreciate it. And a reminder, make sure you like the CHGO Sports YouTube page. Make sure you're following uh, and subscribe to all of our CHGO podcasts, including CHGO Blackhawks. Follow our show on Twitter at CH underscore Blackhawks. I'm at Jay Zawoski. He's at Greg Boyson. Mario is at Mario underscore Tirabasi. We'll be back tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. with Joey Z for a Rockford Icehogs playoff preview. Thanks to our producer, Natalie, and her adorable dog, Billy. We will talk to you all tomorrow, 1.30 p.m. on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.